0: Very good afternoon, Neil. Um, international break then has that been kind to Huddersfield Town? Certainly in terms of getting a few people back off the injury list. Yeah, there's
1: been a couple. You know, one or two people work, you know, work, um, been working hard to get back in. Tom Lees in particular, um, got his first game under his belt on, on Wednesday night, really, and came through that okay. Um, uh, done some, you know, re- recovery today, so hopefully he's going to be uh, available if needed on Saturday. Um, and everybody else, really. We had a couple of uh, concerns, but they, they both come through, so it's really picky from the squad that we had.
0: With Tom, is he in a position yet where he's, he's close to being able to start for you if needed?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, if I had an injury in training t- today or tomorrow, I'd, I'd play him. Um, but the players, players they'd ever said, so well, at West Brom, they? I can't see many changes. I thought at West Brom it was super, really
0: couple of the other ones um, that had had slight knocks. David Cosimo, who you said kind of played through the pain barrier a little bit for you against West Brom. Um, Sorba Thomas as well. Are they both fit enough to start for yeah. you? Uh,
1: well, they're both, they're both doing some training. At the minute. They're, not, they're not joining in on the contact stuff yet, but uh, I'm sure they'll both, you know, both be available.
0: In terms of the international break then, was it useful to have some time off? Uh, just speaking to Jonathan Hogg, said they managed to get a few days away and then back to it this week. Yeah. How beneficial can that be? I think
1: you know, especially lads that live away from home. You know, we've got, we have one or two from London, exact. You know, you know, and uh, I think it was it was great to to give them a few days with the families and whatever. And it, it, we're not lacking in fitness. I don't think anybody's fitter than us. So I, I don't see the point of coming in for the sake of coming in. Really, we have different managers have different ideas. So uh, just the way I am, really, I like the lads to have a little bit of time because they know they're going to put a shift in for me the, ne- you know, the next time I'm asking.
0: Good for you to have a bit of a break as well, because it was fairly hectic in the run-up to the international break. Yeah, it yeah, was. Well, we, you
1: know, we had a tough run of fixtures. They're all tough, aren't they, uh, in the Championship. Um, and we lacked a couple of injuries, which we, I thought were crucial to us at the time. Um, but, you know, we've, we've come out of that now and, and we've got to move forward. You know, the next month is just as difficult, really, when I look at the fixtures, but... You know, we've got to make sure that the games are difficult for our opponents as well.
0: Rotherham next then. Um, I think you are loved there almost as much as you are loved here. How much are you looking forward to this one on Saturday? Yeah, it's a special
1: place. I mean, I played there as a, as a youngster as well um, at the old ground and uh, I get on really well with Tony Stewart. I think he's you know, he's been a great chairman for me and uh, I really enjoyed my time there. That was another miracle. I didn't know I'd do a bigger one here when I came here. <laughs> But um, it was it was a it was a great time. You know the fans got behind us, and um, I'll always get a, wel- a good welcome there. It's, it's, a, it's a typical for me, bread and butter like Yorkshire, like Huddersfield, Rotherham. It's it's the type of club that I love, really.
0: Your recollections of that time, because you went in, I think was it sixteen games to go, went unbeaten in ten to keep them up. What comparisons, if any, can you draw between doing that with Rotherham and then going on to do it here last season?
1: I think the difference was, and I wasn't being disrespectful to Rotherham, I think last season was a bigger achievement in the fact that we hadn't got as many leaders on the pitch and Rotherham's leaders, they got us through, you know, in every department there was a leader and uh, they ran the show on the pitch for me and, you know, we went everywhere. We had, I think we had all the top teams to play, like we did here, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was really pleased that, that we that we could stay up there and, you know, the gratitude and the fans to stay up, you know, it means a lot to Rotherham to be in the championship. And same with Huddersfield, I think it would have been a massive blow if they had gone down last year. Um, so, you know, the club, obviously, uh, have got new, um, new targets now with, with the new ownership, etc. And I've just got to do the best I can to get points on board, you know, while I'm here.
0: Were you ever close to continuing the job that you did at Rotherham? I know there was quite a lot of dialogue at the no, time and was. ultimately I mean, you didn't come time, together.
1: At the time, I told Tony what I wanted to stay on and they uh, were miles away. So <laughs> so uh, I waited a, a couple of weeks and then I thought, it isn't really the money that I want to stay on for. It's another another opportunity to get a promotion. So I waited and waited and uh, I told Tony, and nothing to do with the money uh, situation i just want another opportunity uh, and that came up with cardiff i just had a feeling that i could get those pro- cardiff promotion and, and and i managed to do that so it was it was a good decision at the time and you know i think you know they they've stabilized as the a club as well they're very well run off the field um, Rotherham. so it'll be nice to see a few a few faces at the ground
0: somebody else who's going to have an interesting saturday of course is ben wiles who is just Mr Rotherham through and through up until arriving here at Huddersfield is this a conversation that you've had with him about you know, how, how on earth do you approach a game against a club that you've got such a strong affiliation for
1: well I mean it's difficult for, for Ben but he's just I mean the, the lads at Rotherham know it is what he is it doesn't matter whether he's playing against Rotherham or Real Madrid he'll, he's going to give 100% that's why he'll have a good career I think, I think we've just got him at the right age if I'm honest, I think he'll be a big favourite over the next few years um, and probably become one of my best signings, really, um, because I, I see him and Jack doing really well. Hoggy's, you know, come. it's nice for Hoggy to have legs like that around him at his age. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think Hoggy's just a couple of years younger than me, isn't he? <laughs>
0: Although we've just been talking to him about that, and he was very quick to point out that in terms of the miles run, he's not that far behind Jack no, Redoni. He wasn't I letting that, that go. I,
1: I, mean, I was astounded when I looked at the quantity of the runs. You know, Jackie, Jack. I mean, it's, I think it's the most anybody's ever done last week. Jack over thirteen summer kilometres, and and both Hoggy and Ben did eleven and a half. And and, and in fairness to Benner. The last ten minutes, I don't think he could do anything but walk. He was that tired and shattered. So the training, the rest, will have done. It. I said the rest, but he had been working hard, Ben in the international break, and I think you know, I think he'll have almost caught up with the fitness element now. And I think he's just looking forward to playing.
0: Is it a help or a hindrance that obviously the opposition will know all about Ben Wiles' game? Equally, he knows all the players that he's going to be coming up against. How do you kind of view that?
1: I don't think, you know, within analysts nowadays, teams know everything about everybody. There's nothing hidden. Um, All we know is that if you take Rotherham lightly, you get turned over. Uh, You know, like last week Norwich did them, and I don't think anybody expected that uh, after they beat us four. Um, But Rotherham are capable of beating anybody, and so are we. And it's who comes out on the day. You know, we've got to make sure that we're ready for the battle, because it is a battle. Uh, You know, Rotherham are... Um, I think that, you know, they, 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 they have a... I wouldn't say style, because it's me that gets criticised normally for style, but they, they play to the strengths, and you've got to match them. You, you know, if you don't compete, you get turned over. So I think the lads know what to expect. On the day, it may be the rub of the green that we need or something, a decision, uh, because, we you know, I think it's a, a very evenly two sides uh, on Saturday.
0: Important, though, to build on that win at West Brom and start putting a bit of a run together.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think... I mean, it wasn't a fluke, but it just shows you, you know, Lee made a save just before we scored the winning goal. We could have lost that game, which would have been a crime, really. You know, we've, um, we deserve to win the game. I think Carlos said that as well. We played some good stuff uh, down at West Brom. We have done it in most games, um, but there were no elementary mistakes on Saturday. Uh, we didn't gift anything. And I think if we don't gift teams uh, goals, we'll have a chance against anybody.
0: Just one last one. I think the last time I spoke to you, you'd been busy compiling a very lengthy rep- letter to one of the referees that you would not been entirely happy. I just wondered if you ever get any correspondence back, whether you'd heard from them over the last couple of yeah,
2: weeks. I, mean,
1: I don't know why I waste two or three hours of my life at my age, really. But I just feel the need to sit down and try and be constructive in my criticism as well. Are you with me? And uh, yeah, it took me a while to write a couple of pages. Uh, I don't know whether it'll do any good are you with me Mm -hmm. Um, because they didn't agree with a couple of things that I said anyhow which didn't surprise me Um, but it's something you've just got to you've got to move on and and, uh, you know I have seen some good performances this year from referees who who in the past I've not been complimentary about I think you know we've had three or four that I've seen this season that have done really well Uh, but then we've had the odd one or two that I've had that I can't ever see them doing anything because I don't think they understand the game. They know the laws, but not the game. So I just hope we don't you know, get one or two of those while I'm here.
0: And equally, it can play such an important role when you've got a Yorkshire derby, everybody's fired up. You kind of need somebody that's going to referee it in a suitable way, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think that's the, that'll be the case. We'll, we'll get somebody experienced and, uh, and you know, it, it's that atmosphere. I think the referees actually enjoy games like that as well and, uh, you know, I'm sure we will.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much. Good luck on Saturday. Thanks, Catherine. We'll come to Dom Howson from Yorkshire Live. Next, Dom. Where
3: are you, Dom? Hi, how are you doing? Oh, there you are. Hi, Don? I'm very good, thank you. Um, I'm just going to ask you about injuries in terms of how pleasing is it that you've not got that many at the moment, as you mentioned before, that you haven't got the biggest of squads?
1: Yeah, I think, I think it showed that in the last game, really. We've been um, you know we were very unlucky in pre-season to end up with Hoggy out for a few games and David Cusumo, Um two really instrumental in, in the way we play and I thought that showed at West Brom I thought David came in without a lot of training and, and did excellent as Hoggy has done so I think you know we have got a good 11 without injuries and we've just got to be a bit lucky really and uh, I hope that we can continue that You know, it's uh, I've not had the chance to have a Um, you know a a couple of a run really without injuries but it will be nice it would be nice to keep it like it is What are your
3: thoughts on the job that Matt Taylor has done
1: at Rotherham since going in there? Uh, I haven't got a clue really I'm not too bothered about Rotherham or anybody else in my league about how they're doing Uh, I just concentrate solely on Huddersfield Town really and what we could do better and what we've done poorly uh, I think every manager's got enough on the plate. Without looking at, you know, apart from when you're playing them, uh, how to plan to try and get your result. Um, you know, I don't. I, I, to be honest, that, that's my answer. You mentioned uh, before, you know, they got a good win uh,
3: against Norwich before the international break. So, how big a threat is? You know, you look at Jordan who scored. He can be a handful, can't he, on his day? Yeah, I mean, I've come up
1: against Jordan a few times, and he's always a handful. You know. You know, at least centre half know what they're up against. There's no, uh, there's no um, a surprise element in in Jordan. He does what he's good at, and uh, I was, I, if I'm honest, I was quite pleased that they got the win because well, obviously I'm a Rotherham fan as well, and uh, I thought, you know, we lost four 0 to Norwich, but I thought we should have beaten them. So that just shows you, doesn't it? Really, uh, it didn't surprise me at all.
3: Kyle Huddling scored for the B team last night. What are your thoughts on his development and how he's progressing at the
1: minute? I think, I think when he finishes growing, he'll be a decent player, Kyle. He, uh, he's, uh, he's really trained hard this season. Um, like, the, you know, the other one, Kian, they've been excellent. And uh, I think they're learning every every day in training, a pair of them. You can see how they hang on to your every word and uh, very, very genuine lad, so good to have him around.
3: What more do you still want to see from, from
1: them both? Uh, well, no, I think they're both now waiting for their opportunity, really. I think they've both warranted a, an opportunity, but um, you know, we, we didn't bring anybody else in on the deadline, so I think it's, it's a little bit more wide open. We've got three games in a short space of time now, although I know the commentary one's been put back but we've got two games in four days. So I'm sure somebody will get an opportunity in the next few days, in the next couple of days, couple of games. The free agents
3: market is still open.
1: Is that an option for you, Neil? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I don't see anybody on the free agents market that I'd want to put in before Kian and and huddling. Are you with me? So I don't see the point of that really. I mean, there are some, I'm sure, you know, I'm getting phone calls every day about the free market and, the players, but I, I don't want to spoil anything. Really, the lads have done really well, and they deserve to be around the first team.
3: There's been a bit of talk, I think, in the last few weeks about potentially looking at Junior Hoylet. Is there anything in that? Any truth that he's maybe
1: someone that's on your radar? No, I think we're all right in that position. Uh, I let Junior come up and train a week for them just to get him, give him a bit of fitness. Are you with me? But when you look at what we have in wide areas, right and left. I think we're more than comfortable there you know that's not the area that we we wanted to bring player in we wanted to bring so I I wouldn't do anything on on uh, you know sympathy or favoritism I mean it did look sharp if I'm honest I'm sure junior will get a will get a club now that the the wind is closed some of these lads you know will um, will definitely get snapped up but I don't I don't think that's our priority. And I was just going to also ask you over the international break we've seen David Wells come
3: in and Lee Maybury have come in you know, how important are the sort of the changes a lot of changes have happened haven't they behind the scenes new people come in and, and so sort of how important is this for the long-term sort of progression of the club uh, i think
1: I think there've been changes all the time now in the next few months I think that's you know the way that the club has been run and uh, you know they have, obviously it's their their prerogative isn't it to to um, they you know they've got vision of what they wanted in this in, in the club and um, you know they go about it in in the right way. I've just got to concentrate on trying to get results while I'm here and uh, helping them along the way. And I think the fans, I think the fans appreciate that. I think that you know it's great to give them that a reward at, at West Brom. You know because they, they they came down at Plymouth another game I thought we should have won. Um, and they and they followed us on a you know on a bank holiday Saturday, so they've done some they've done some journeys. So it was an, it was lovely to see, you know, the 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 ecstasy at the full time whistle. It was nice that the great days that. Do you think we're
3: going to learn a lot more about what this side is capable of, Rob, Roman, Stoke and Coventry in these next sort of
1: three games? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it, it you know I think they'll all all give us different problems. All three teams. And it'll be interesting how we cope with those problems, and um, you know I think you know, like you say, you just hope that you don't get injuries and you have a problem on who to leave out rather than a, a simple he's out so bring him in. You know I think I hope I have a few problems. It'd be nice for a manager to have a few problems in selection.
2: That's great. Thanks, Neil. Thank have you. Thank you. Thank you, Dom. Welcome to Leon from the Yorkshire Post. Hi, Leon. Hello, Neil. I, I was just just wondering about Ben, ben Wilds. He's a Rotherham lad. He's played there for for ten years, and I suppose there's one argument to say it's probably a good thing to get this game out of the way so early, really in his yeah. I don't.
1: I, I don't think he'd have picked that game, Leon, if I'm honest. If it were his first game, you know, you don't want to play against your, your teammates that you've been together and the club. You know, he loves yeah. he loves Rotherham. He's been, you know. I mean, he sounds rougher than me as a Yorkshireman. I can't tell a word he says sometimes. Although, all <laughs> right, you know. Um, yeah. But he's a lovely lad. And I'm sure, you know, Rotherham enjoyed, enjoyed him. The fans, will, I'm sure they'll give him a good reception because he's done brilliant for them.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking, obviously, you, you know, your clubs where you've had success, the Cardiff, QPRs, you've had a core of leaders, top players, really, really good lads who you can rely on, are you? How would you rate this group here uh, at, at time? Because you know you've got you know you've got some damn good players, but you've got some proper lads in there as well. You must be, you know you're pretty
1: happy. Yeah, I think it's strange, really, because when I came, um, I think I said it, there wasn't many leaders, and there are not really many leaders, but there are talkers. You know, yeah. sometimes you're not a natural leader, but you you you, 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 you sometimes a calm voice is more than a, a rant. You know, and we've got one or two people like Helic. You know, just go about the job and help each other. Ruffles has, well, he's not surprised me, but I I think he might have surprised a few of you lot. Um, Because I think he's been outstanding and he talks well as well. So, you know, he'd been a plus. Matty, you know, Matty's Matty, whatever he is, you know, as long as he doesn't start thinking he's Beckenbauer, you know, he's (laughs) as good as, uh, you know, at this division. So, you know, it's it's, it's a matter of playing to your strengths, really. And um, I think at West Brom, we played to our strengths at West Brom. We, I yeah. thought we were quite entertaining as well. I, I enjoyed watching us. And if we'd have lost the game, I could not have gone on and criticised them because I thought yeah. we gave everything and, and we played some good football, you know. But fortunately, yeah. we we had a goalkeeper who made a good save and, and Jack, a great finish from Kean's pass, you know. It was nice yeah. to see um, Josh, you know, give him the pass, Karoma give him the pass as well. It was good to yeah. see substitutes change a game for a manager you know you're, you're always you know you get criticised when they don't yeah, the substitute sure. so it's nice when they do
2: he's, he's been up early Jonathan and Jonathan Noggin. you know he speaks up I mean, pretty well he's, he's a great player and character is he someone you wish you could have worked with you know a lot lot earlier in your career as well I mean yeah I think
1: I think it's be. the other way around if I'm honest I think he wishes he'd have got me a bit earlier on in his career yeah. <laughs> but uh, Listen, I don't think I've seen Jonathan play better than he's playing at the minute. Touchwood. I think the three games or whatever it is, yes, I think it helps with having a Rodoni and I think it'll help him having a Ben Wiles now. You know, because it was difficult having to ask Diara to help us out in that position when, you know, he's a forward, really. But we yeah. just haven't got anybody else, you know, so. Um, you know, we 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 pushed on, especially with the fixtures. But you can see a difference. With you know, I thought West yeah. Brom Ben and Jack were comfy to play with each other. I thought it gave Hoggy yeah. a lot more freedom. Uh, it'd be a different game on Saturday because you know there'll be a, there'll be a lot more closing us down. Are you with me? Yeah. But yeah. No, I think you've got to adapt to all the you know all the tactics that are thrown at you. And uh, I, I don't yeah. think I could ha- be happier going into a game than I am than I am this weekend. So yeah. well, it'll be interesting to see how, how we go on.
2: And do you think with Oggy as well, if he looks after himself, and well, he clearly does and a bit like you had Johnny Houston at Middlesbrough, that he can, he's still got a damn damn good few years yet, you know, not just because he's thirty four. That's it. He can hopefully carry on yeah. quite a bit. Yeah.
1: I mean, I went, when I went to Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough um, the the journalists and the fans were more or less saying it's about time he packed it in. Are you with me? And he was my best player, one yeah. of my best players by a mile. And is a captain now, and he's, how many years has he done since? About three. I just think people like Johnny Howson, Paddy McNair, um, Hoggy, they're, yeah. they're like a nice glass of Amarone, you know. Yeah. Do you know where the Amarone is, Leon?
2: It's a nice posh, no, a nice posh Italian wine as well Well
1: done, son, it. I'm impressed with that. Yeah, well done. <laughs> So yeah, they they're like, just like they're one of them that matures with years. Are you with me? Yeah. Um, they've yeah. they've all improved in my eyes, and uh, yeah. Y- yeah. you don't when you can criticise them, fans, um, as journalists, people like that. But yeah. you don't realise when uh, how much you miss them when they're not there. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: that's what you would miss. You miss those type of players when they're not there because the contribution yeah. isn't just with the ball. Contribution is with being the presence. And, yeah. and the, the, yeah. what they give out. And so I, you know, I've been very lucky the last couple of years to have yeah. three or four players like that. And then uh, yeah. Hoggy's, yeah. you know, I said to Hoggy, enjoy yourself, you know, because he, he deserves it. He's training hard. We have, to, we have to pull him out a little bit. Same with, with um, David Kasuma, you know, David Kasuma. Yeah. He goes in for tackles in training and thinking, just can't. So we give him a neutral one now where he can't get kicked by anybody <laughs> and he can't kick anybody. He's banned from tackling. <laughs> um but these lads you know that's how they are. They're genuine, genuine bunch. I'm really enjoying yeah. um in charge yeah. of them and uh, looking forward yeah. to Saturday.
2: Yeah. I was just gonna ask you finally, it's a bit of a general one. I mean everyone's piling into Harry Maguire at the minute very unfairly, and that must as someone who's been in the you know a game and well respected for a lot of years, that must really sort of disappoint you, that sort of modern day thing of just you know jumping on players. Yeah, it is
1: it is Leon but you know the modern-day journalists in our country
2: yeah. and
1: fans—they um, want somebody as a scapegoat, don't they? Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure it's all right after. Him. I'm not sure I would have put him on second half against Scotland because it's one of the most hostile games you'll ever get as an English player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't don't you know? Don't think it's a friendly game. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, but Gareth knows what you know. Gareth really, I think, was signalling to everybody that I'm in charge and I'll do what and what I want and. Uh, you know, yeah. I thought they played absolutely brilliant. I mean, I've never, I think I said on Talksport the next day with you. I said about 18 months ago, I've never seen a young player like Bellingham in my career. At that, You know, I saw him at 17, 18, and now, he, I mean, he's 20, and he looks yeah. like he's 40, doesn't he, in, the, yeah. in his maturity. And it's, yeah. it's exciting, for, I think, for England. To have a group of players like this, you know, probably at the back has been the biggest problem. And, uh, you know, somebody will have to come through and grab that shirt, won't they? Really, be interesting over the next couple of years.
2: Yeah, thanks for your time, Neil, as always. Thanks, Leon. Cheers. Um, we're coming to Jim finally. Jim, good afternoon. Hey, up
1: Jim, slow down, son. Now, let's have a let's see what you say.
4: Okay, Neil. Uh, Neil, first of all, I just want to ask about a player and his tenure at his, at his club, I suppose. Jonathan Hogg, uh, 314 games at Huddersfield. I was trying to go back and do the research to see was any other player in your professional career that has played under you had so many appearances for the one club. And The player probably that stood out was Phil Jagielka. Uh, during your time at Sheffield United, in, over the nine years, seven years that you were there, 268 appearances, um, uh, Neil, for Phil Jaggy at Sheffield United. Do you see sort of similarities in the personalities between Phil and Jonathan that they've lasted so long? Yeah, I
1: mean, they, they were both both managers' dreams, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, Hoggy can fall out in a room on his own, don't get me wrong. Um, but he, he is a manager's dream, and, and Phil was. Phil was only a young lad. I gave him his debut with, with Michael Tong, who's here now, and, uh, and Nick Montgomery, who was just taking over at Hibernian. Um, those three were real young lads, and I just love their attitude. And you know, it, makes, you know, it makes me proud to see how, how they've gone on in their career, um, the three of them. And it just shows you what it's like for, for Hoggy to do that so many games. I mean, that's probably a 20% of the games that I've done.
4: <laughs> and, uh, Neil, I, I suppose I'll bring you on to Rotherham at the weekend now and I suppose you mentioned they're liking to see Rotherham doing well and I suppose this summer they lost their marquee player, Up Benny, uh went to the Premier League. Uh, most managers last year in the championship when they played Rotherham they set up a plan to curb up Benny's influence and He's gone now. They've lost him, and you probably know when a, when a club loses their marquee player, it's very hard to replace at times. And do you think that Benny's um, loss, Rotherham are going to feel it as the season wears on this year?
1: I think I think we're all in the championship. When we're not one of the top clubs, you know, the top seven or eight that have unlimited funds. I think you understand that you you know at some stage you're going to lose what, uh, the odd player. You know, I remember signing Danny Ward from Rotherham you know, and he was their star player, are you with me? So I think at some stage you're going to do that. Um, But you've always got an alternative up your sleeve. And, uh, you know, I I don't think they've missed him as much as what you think they would do. I think that, you know, they've done well. And I think they've created chances in every game as well. So they're a bit like us. They'll, they'll, They'll just be glad to get on board with the first win and looking forward to the rest of the season now. But it is an achievement, definitely. Um, because you don't get loyalty now, do you? You know, I, I laugh at the Premier League when they they score a goal and they kiss the badge, and I think to myself, I wonder if they'll be coming to a reunion in ten years. Uh, you know, they're, they're at another club three weeks later. It's uh, loyalty is a funny thing, but you don't you don't see it very often, and it's nice. It's nice for Jonathan because he got a testimonial as well. I've said I referee that one if he wants. Yeah.
4: And uh, Neil, just on Delano uh, coming in from uh, Germany, coming in from Mainz. obviously when you bring in a foreign player and you bring in from a foreign country, and there's always that bit of nervousness as a manager in terms of how quick will he settle, how quick will he adapt. Will he be able to find his feet? So, how delighted were you to see him hit the back of the net and to to get that sense of relief? Now he's scored a goal in England. Uh, he that he doesn't have that hanging on his shoulders for the next. No, I think, and, and
1: also his contribution it was very good in in the game. Once again, Danny did a lot of work. Danny gets criticised, Danny Wood, who does a lot of work off the ball, which I think allowed Del. Um, I call him Delboy at times. Um, it allows Dell to to get more involved, and you know I, I do talk to uh, to Dell a lot on the fact that you know in England football Championship football is so different to what he's been used to. Um, but you know you, you you not just got to make you know try and get him to uh, do one or two other things for you, uh, as I've reminded him. A lot of people in the Championship haven't got what he's got, so don't don't knock yourself that you can't do this, you can't do that. A lot of people wishes they had. His ability, so we've just got to try and put a little bit more of the English game into him, and and we'll have a player on our hands, you know. Definitely, I've been really pleased with him. I've told him, yeah. you know, he, I think he's lucky that he's, he, he's come to a club like this where I'm gonna, I believe in him, and uh, I think I think there's more to come from him in the next few weeks.
4: And my final question, just moving aside a, a bit away from Huddersfield Town, I just want to talk to Birmingham City and uh, the start they've had to the championship so far. All around this buzz of Tom Brady coming in, the hype all the summer, linking Tom Brady to Birmingham City. Do you think there's been a rub-on sort of effect? It's really got Birmingham City, the crowd, excited around one of the big traditional Places of English sort of football. This guy just being attracted, to the American football superstar, being linked to Birmingham City, and all of a sudden their fortunes seem to have gone from lower league championship up to the top of the championship
1: now. I think I think I don't, I don't think Wrexham's done any harm for everybody regarding the media and the American you know hoo ha. I think that's what you know. I think that's what they like about the, the English game, really. I mean Birmingham did, have deserved a little bit of look. The fans, you know. The place has been falling to pieces. It's been terrible to go there. They've not had any team spirit. But they've had, you know, they've had differences of opinion with their owners for a while, you know. And I think it's, you know, it's a good footballing club, Birmingham. And I think the fans deserve uh, the opportunity. Like, I mean, they, you know, they spent a few quid now this summer, haven't they? They, they deserve, uh, and, and, and the manager, Eustace, I think he's done a decent job as well. So it's, it's always nice to see clubs like that. The fans Having something to, you know, it's a film star, isn't it? You know, sort of thing. And uh, I, I think I just think it's nice um, because that's what we're in. We're in it to please the fans, and um, you know, it's it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, I, I don't think many clubs deserve it more than Birmingham after what the fans have been through there. I mean, I think last time I went there, there were only one stand open, weren't there? Or oh, it might have been two, you know. So uh, I think they deserve a bit of happiness.
4: Uh, on that note, uh, we leave it there, Neil, uh, thanks a million. Hey, let
1: me just finish on Birmingham, right? And When I went there about three years ago, right, there was a young lad in midfield and I said to my lad, get sorted him, just sort him out, he's only a kid, he won't be able to stop with you. You know who that was, don't you? <laughs> yeah. he, c- he come off after the game, the lad, and said, are you sure he's 17? <laughs> Bellingham, yeah, what a player. George.
2: what a player. <laughs>
4: Thanks for your time, Neil. Yeah. Okay, Cheers, everyone. Thank you. See you on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you.